I always wondered what it was like to have a basso profundo voice, and I'm finding out today. So it was sort of fun to sing that bass line in that hymn. So please bear with me if uh, I'm a little scratchy today. The weather has gotten to me. But on this beginning of the church's year, this first Sunday of Advent, you'll notice some changes in color, in tone, a few seasonal changes in the liturgy. The Advent wreath, of course, is out with one candle lit today. And this season is so short that I feel it's, it's hard for us to really get into the rhythm of it, especially considering all of the other uh, all the other things that are vying for our attentions all the time, not, but especially this time of year. And four weeks isn't a very good long time to, to really sink into a, a theological uh, different way of thinking, um, but here we are. And so we've got these four weeks, and they're a very powerful four weeks often overlooked by the secular world. If you, uh, you know, are watching TV, there's Black Friday and Cyber Monday and Super this and I can't keep up. But uh, we we sort of turn this time of year into a time to uh, grab things for ourselves and to think inwardly of ourselves and you know and others too but 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 you know all the the images of people clamoring for stuff that will eventually wear out. It's a little depressing spiritually. Whereas Advent, I think, gives us a different vision of, of the world and a different vision of eternity. Indeed, that's what Advent is all about. It's about the eternity of God. It's about God breaking into our lives and into our world, into the time and space that he created from the other side, from, from eternity, from spacelessness. And so we prayed in our collect today, which is one of the classic collects of the prayer book, to give us grace at this time to put away the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. You know, at this darkening, darkening time of year, to put on the armor of light. Now in the time of this mortal life in which your son Jesus Christ came to visit us in great humility, that in the last day he shall come to judge us again in his glorious majesty, both the living and the dead, and that we may rise to the life immortal through him who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit. And so Advent is about life, and it's about the sanctification of our lives. We read from the uh, book of Isaiah uh, going back hundreds, hundreds of years, centuries before the time of Christ himself, the longing that God has for his people to put down their weapons, to become people of peace, to become true inheritors of the covenant which he has laid before them over and over again from the time of creation. There's a beautiful artistic representation of this desire of God, and and I think of most mankind, right here in our own church, and it's the Richard Mortimer Memorial Window off to my left here. And it looks rather medieval, but it's a, a memorial to those who fell in World War I. And if you look closely amongst all the, the medieval-looking people, you will see shields bearing the arms of the Republic of France, the United States, and Great Britain. But what they are doing is processing. You notice they're moving towards 
in the, in the stained glass itself, there's an altar, but also pointing towards our actual altar here in the church. And they are coming into the church with their arms, and as they get towards the altar, kneeling down and laying their arms at the foot of the cross, renouncing the war, uh, renouncing violence, embracing the love of Jesus Christ, embracing that sacrifice that he made once and for all uh, on the cross for us and for them for all eternity. And so Advent has a lot of, 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 of uh, last things, first things, lots of uh, apocalyptic things in there. And so it's a time of year when, when the world calls on us to be jolly and merry, and there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, but the church calls on us to examine our consciences, to examine and admit to our own mortality and our need for Christ and his redeeming love and his sacraments. Because what do we do in Advent? We, we honor the coming of Jesus Christ. First of all, the coming of Jesus Christ at that first Christmas as a baby in the manger in Bethlehem. Lastly, in his final coming, on the day of judgment, the day of resurrection, which we all look forward to. But in the meantime, in his coming to us, week after week, year after year, in the sacrament of the altar, partaking of his body and blood sacramentally until he comes again. And so as we heard in the gospel reading today from Matthew, about that day and hour, though, no one knows, neither the angels of heaven nor the Son, but only the Father. And so we must stay awake. We must not become complacent, We must not become discouraged by the darkness that surrounds us in the world. We must rely on Jesus as he is given, as he gives himself to us through his word in Holy Scripture, through his sacraments of the altar, and use that to bolster our own faith and to bolster our own determination to be his servants and his brothers and sisters here on this earth and to show forth his light, even though the darkness seems to grow around us as the weeks get shorter and shorter and the days, as the days get shorter and shorter, nevertheless, each light as the, the wreath gets brighter and brighter represents the fact that the light of Christ is coming into the world and that nothing can extinguish it. And so on this first day of Advent, I urge you to, to take your scriptures with you to meditate on first things, on last things, on the things that we are doing now in the meantime. And how are we uh, making a place in our hearts? How are we forming our hearts to be that manger, that humble yet mighty and glorious throne in which we can receive in all goodness and all truth and in all sincerity the gift of the child Christ at Christmas? So these are a few weeks that we have time to step back even in the midst of all the chaos of our lives and all the festivity that's going on, we have time to step back and to take some stock and to pray and to meditate. And I encourage you even to, uh, to go online and look at the daily office lectionary. And maybe you don't have time to read the whole daily office, but just look at the Psalms for the week. The Psalms are a source of great joy and inspiration. And that's one way that you can set aside some time, some quiet time during these short four weeks to prepare your heart for the coming of Jesus Christ at Christmas and 
his final coming on the day of resurrection. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.